0: You are listening to Country Life with Morgan O'Flaherty on West Limerick 102 FM. How are you doing, folks? You're very welcome. You're tuned to West Limerick 102 FM. I'm your host for this morning show, Morgan O'Flaherty with Country Life. in case you haven't tuned in, in the last couple of weeks, or maybe you've been in in lockdown, and maybe you're getting back to work. I know they've lifted some of the restrictions with coronavirus and COVID-19, so maybe you are out and about this morning. Um, our show has slightly changed. We used to do vintage rallies and vintage shows and tractor runs and all this kind of stuff, and then we went to a bit of country music. And now we're going to, um, we're going to more the line of cars and tractors. Like two weeks ago, we done Ford. Um, what did we do last week? Do you know what? I can't even remember. Oh, we done David Brown. And we're actually on Spotify now and all these things. So if you want to go back and listen to the show, I'll give you the details at the end of the program about how to find them. And um, We're up on most of the um, podcast apps now. So to find me, all you should do is go into any of the podcast apps and you'll find me just type in Morgan of Larty Country Life and uh, you'll get up with a fantastic show last week, like I said, in David Brown's. The week before, we had a fantastic show on Ford cars and so on. And th- that week, we had our, we call more our resident car guru, Dave Corn from Tralee. Dave came on and spoke about in depth about Ford and about Ford cars and Ford cars being built in Cork and um, so on and so forth. And Dave was back with us this week, I suppose, to speak, to talk to us about a car that a lot of people wouldn't have heard of. Um, I certainly didn't hear of my cell phone until a couple of weeks back. Um, but we're going to we we're going to call on Dave again this morning to talk to us about the car, Dave, the Shamrock car. Tell us first of all, you're you're very welcome, and thank you for coming on again with us. Good
1: morning, Morgan, and
0: how's it going? Not so bad, Dave. Thank thanks. Thanks for coming on with us, and hopefully we might be able to uh, make this a kind of a bit more. I suppose. Um, we we won't call it a permanent thing, but you know, you you if if, if it's okay with yourself, you know, we'd love to have you on. And we got we got some fantastic feedback about the Ford show there two weeks ago. So if if yeah. we'd love to have yeah. you on with us, if it was okay with yourself, yeah, I can do as much as you. You know, every
1: now and again, it's fine. We can come up with some, some ideas to talk about
0: different cars or different things that do have been That would be perfect, uh, Dave. We appreciate it's that. Because i because uh, I can research stuff, you know, which is a good really subject, to talk about. Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah, and you know what? There's a lot of fellows out there that have a, a massive interest in this and so on and so forth.
1: Oh, there is. There's lots of guys all over the country that's within the vintage cars, but a lot of it, this is a fairly common class where stuff like Mr. Shem we will be talking about, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a new release like this you said not too many people. Would have
0: heard about it. No, they didn't. Like I said to you, I only heard about the Shamrock car just through another fella going back a couple of weeks ago, I suppose really and truthfully because of lockdown just chatting away and we ran about cars that were built in different places and whatever. But David tell us a bit about the Shamrock car and I suppose I, I know nothing about the Shamrock car, only a small bit from what you've told me maybe over the last couple of days talking on the phone but it was a fierce, unusual kind of car, and so on and so forth.
1: It was. Well, actually, there was two Shamrock cars. I suppose the first Shamrock was. It was a car that was called the Shamrock in nineteen oh seven. It was just a small little two cylinder, a two liter four cylinder car, and it was designed by a guy called Roy Fitting in uh, for the Brazil Striker Company in Bristol, mm-hmm. and it was exhibited at the motor show in the Olympia that year. But it was only called it was only called the Shamrock because the manager uh, was an Irishman and he called it the uh, Shamrock to try and impress him.
0: Oh, and it was, kind of, it was kind of more of a racing car of you know,
1: oh, that style back in pre, pre-World War one, right. Totally different to what the Shamrock we were going to talk about really you now. Uh, that was a completely different car. But just to note that there was a different, there was two of them really with that
0: type of name. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the one we are interested in now, uh, it was 1959. It was first um thought about I suppose we'll say, and uh, the idea was that they'd make it in Ireland, but sell it in the USA.
0: Right. Kind of a thing that uh, is would be an industrial,
1: uh, like it'd be like a business, an Irish industry making money for Ireland, but selling to, to, to America. So uh, that was the, the, the basic thinking behind it.
0: But I like, am I am I right or wrong in saying this? But. Yeah, what well well I've learned about it through yourself for the last couple of days the chassis and stuff where did all that come from and the running gear and the body and well
1: uh, the chassis was kind of a box frame chassis as far as I do understand a ladder type chassis mm-hmm. and um, the, that was the basic chassis but then it was kind of a tubular steel frame on top of that to carry the to, to to carry the car, of the, the body of the car, but um, it was um, fibreglass in the basic panels. Or the actual tub of
0: the car, the entire body of the car was a fiberglass mold, we we'll we'd say, for all the world. Oh, I so
1: okay, that, was yeah. what, that was what made it unusual, because um, uh, there wouldn't have been many cars built like that, I suppose. Definitely not in Ireland, anyway, uh, at the time.
0: No, I suppose even, oh. even at that time, fibreglass itself was probably a, a new enough thing, really, and truthfully.
1: It would have been, I suppose they were making both which but to make a car was a kind of a different thing again. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Because the, the entire body shell was one full
1: moulding, but I think it was made out of sections uh, They kind of, they um, the a the, 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 the stick mould. The DeLorean was kind of done the same way, and uh, they built them out of two parts, or they kind of it together.
0: Alright, okay, yeah. And what about, we say, engine-wise, then, and, gear, and all this kind of stuff, and gearbox, and...
1: Uh, the, well, the basic mechanics of the car was the Aston A55, which was the Cambridge, I think, at the time, uh, of the same era. So they're thinking behind that was that if the mechanics were simple enough to get, uh, you could uh, get the service password easy enough as well. And uh, the A55 was sold in America I think as well, alongside, or around that time. So their idea was that the um, service items would be easy to get and you could maintain it that way, which looks a degree of, of ease like modern buying you know, all sorts of different types of uh, stuff
0: that wasn't the easy to get. <laughs> right, okay, so they, they, they would go on for availability and everything like? Yeah, the
1: engine was a BMC B-series engine, 1.5 5, 5 cc. Oh, it would have been a, whole, a very powerful leader. That's the other thing,
0: right? Okay, only yeah.
1: About only about 50, fifty brake horsepower, and
0: yeah.
1: uh, you know, it's the car was considerably bigger than the, than the the actual one as well, so it would yeah.
0: probably
1: heavier too.
0: The car so, but, so it sounds like a bit of a tank of a car.
1: Yeah, it was. You wouldn't call it pretty. I don't think. As such, the styling was a bit awkward and uh, kind of square looking. They were trying to style it on the nineteen. 19- 57 Ford Thunderbird, I think, to give it the American kind of a look.
0: All right, right, okay, it, yeah. It, it, it,
1: it, it, was, it was a convertible and had a, I think the windscreen came off a of Vauxhall Cresta or something like that, it was kind of a curved windscreen, It's over the 50s size, we'll say. Mm-hmm. But um, again, kind of an awkward design and not, not what you'd call very pretty, like, you know.
0: I would we'll say, like okay, they 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 you were saying they had to start. They built it more or less for the export market into the into United into the United States. But yeah. would them parts of the Austin Cambridge would they have been ready, readily available in the states at the time as well? Yeah, I, I think I think the Cambridge, sure, the Austin was sold in the United States at the time as well. So
1: the, they would have had dealerships or parts availability over there at the time that was thinking to make it.
0: You no. know, easy server. But apparently, yeah, the I thing didn't... with it is that you couldn't take, you could have got a puncher on the back wheel. No, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's, the, it's a story that you've heard from a few different places. That if the back wheel got a puncher, you couldn't take the wheel off the axle without taking the axle off the car. Oh, you my God. Drop the entire, you had to drop the entire axle down to take the wheel off because it couldn't come sideways with the... With the the time that's around the body, the wheel has to around it. Whether that's yes. true, true or not, I, I, I can't say for sure,
1: I've never, um, you know, it's just it's, it's one of the famous
0: stories. You've, ne- you've never had the experiences, this, year. I have seen the shamrock,
1: but I've never looked at it up closely because it was in a shed, tucked
0: away. Right, okay. So I, I, I go home. And we said, in, we said numbers, number-wise, Dave, you know, like... Like, was I did they export many of them, and I I presume there was a few of them left around here at the time as well. Well, there's again you'll hear the
1: stories about it. It was supposedly it was supposedly ten million, even though they were talking of maybe three thousand a year to be built. Uh, no, the original pen was uh, to, to make that many, but I'd say finance was the problem as well.
0: Right. Okay. So. The story is that ten were su- supposedly made, and eight apparently exist.
1: There's and, uh, supposed to be two, two in Drogheda, up up near Dublin. A guy called Paddy Burner's name. And there's one in Killarney, that's the one I saw. I thought i called it Eddie Cronin, on that one? Yes. Uh, there's one in Castle Blaney. There's one in Wexford. There's one in Seattle in the US. And there's supposed to be two in California. Now, one of the ones in California, is it's a green car and um, it's they're all they're all painted white apparently when they were built but this one is, is green so the guy who owns it he painted it green and he uses it for the patrick's day parade in wherever he is in california right. and it's quite clear if you look up on uh you google the shamrock you'll see it it's, it's, it's there's usually pictures on the
0: on google images and it's, it stands out because it's bright bright green and to the irish shamrock car and you know yeah,
1: just, just just kind of a it's like a cliche, I
0: suppose, what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just oh, fantastic! I like what you were saying there. They only built ten. they there were just with small numbers altogether.
1: Yeah, but I suppose I, I, that's the, that's the
0: story, you know. Like, you no, know, yeah. you know, they could have been more made. Some say
1: there's more. Some say you know there was only the eight made. But again, nobody seems to know exactly because with these kind of cars. I don't
0: think anyone. Uh, I don't think too many people kept tabs of production figures, or uh, there was just nothing recorded back then. Much. No, no, it, no. Yeah. That, that, that's actually very, very interesting. Dave, actually, can I cut across you there for a second? Yeah. We might take yeah. we might take a quick break, and if you're available, we might talk to you some more after the break. No it. Thanks very much. Perfect, Dave. Thank you. You're tuned to West Limerick10 you know, Two FM. We'll talk to you. After. How you doing folks, you're very welcome back, you're tuned to West Limerick 102 FM, I'm your host Morgan O'Flaherty with Country Life. On the phone with us again this morning we have Dave Corn from Tralee, Dave is going to become our, our car guru, our resident car guru. And Dave is talking to us this morning about the Shamrock car. Dave, I we were talking there before the ad break, we were talking about numbers. I never realised that the, the numbers were so small on on the actual the build of the car.
1: Yeah, again, it's just like I said earlier, they probably ran out of money.
0: Yeah. Uh it was over stretching themselves and I don't think the car sold
1: it it wasn't really, um it wasn't really uh suitable for the American market, or they didn't really seem to like it. So I suppose they couldn't, um there mightn't
0: have been much call for it in, in as well, which seems to be another thing with it. Yeah, and we say, to, to put a time frame in, in people's minds, I might be listening this morning, we say when the Shamrock was built, what would the equivalent car that, we say, Ford or, or some other company like that might have been building at the same time? Well, I, I don't
1: know what you compare it to it, because it, it, it was quite unusual, but yeah. it's the fact that, really, it was too... It was probably too underpowered for what it was. As Americans like their big cars, but they like a bit of power as well. And I'd say that was more of the reason. This it just it it was big for the Americans, but it wasn't really attractive to 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 them. And then to try and sell it in Europe, it wouldn't work in Europe because it wasn't a European looking car. Yeah, if you get me. I do. And then you're kind of caught in the middle because in Ireland, then would have
0: bought it in Ireland because it was too big for the roads because if you think back to say back in the 1960s like the
1: roads in Ireland weren't a hatching here nowadays so, yeah a um, horse car like a, a big long car like that wouldn't really
0: work here either like so yeah, but, they were kind of they were they were constantly e- rocking hard this. even my uncle told me like he, my uncle worked on the film Ryan's Daughter going back in yeah. the the 60s or 70s whenever that was filmed and they bought a Cadillac over from the States, so they had a Cadillac here, um, and his job was to ferry people from Tralee to Dingle. And he went back one time with a Cadillac, and he went up over Connor Pass, heading back into Dingle. He reckoned that the sweat was out through him by the time he got down into Dingle. like He was driving this thing to, to the biggest thing he'd ever driven in his life. And probably it's probably still bigger than most cars that are around here today, but, like, he said that was his job, and he, he collected people in Tralee, and I don't know who he collected, but um, back to Dingle, that was, his, that was his job with the car. He reckoned he would have a corner pass once, he said never again. They be really
1: like a small truck, those big American cars. Yeah. They have, no, they have no handling, and they're actually quite small inside, and you sit into
0: them. They are indeed, yeah. They,
1: they wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be sporty. No, yeah, it
0: had no power, and it was just you know it didn't really work. Yeah, and who's, we're coming back to the, the car. Whose idea was the car? And uh, I suppose, we, 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 whose idea was it to build this in Ireland? I suppose where was it built? There's so many questions. Uh, well, the, the car itself was um
1: it was it was a, the, uh, there was a guy called William K. Curtis who came up with the idea for the car. No, mm-hmm. so what had happened with the story there was that he came to Ireland uh, with his wife, and um, when he was here, he saw that the country was, you know, it was just after coming out of, uh, you know, the war. The, 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 I know we weren't involved in the war so much, but civil war was up, just over, and we were kind of standing on our own two feet. You know, yeah. had just become a, a republic, and it was a civil war, and bits and pieces like that. So, see, there was nothing here really. Mm-hmm. There was no business, there was no industry, there was it was mainly farming and, you know, that kind of thing. So he came here then, and he saw that, so he thought, well, if I could make a car here now, I'd have cheap labour, and I'd have, hopefully, oh, government help to set up factories, and uh, I'd be able to make a hand with this and set, build a car here, send it to America, and make money. Yeah.
0: The
1: thing with now, he was only 25 at the, at the time. So, the original plan then, he came here, I don't know, the the factory was supposed to be in Tralee, that was the original idea, the factory was supposed to be in Tralee, but he was going, setting up, they were supposed to increase the size of the port and clean it, this, this kind of stuff, to make the car easy to export. Right. Yes. And the the government was supposed to give a hand, you know, with, uh, finances and uh, help that way, but it didn't work out for some reason. I know I know exactly why, but literally thing didn't didn't. Nothing. I don't think anything was actually built in you know, there was a fact besides earmarked, nothing actually happened. So he went to Castle Blaney in Monaghan.
0: Right. Yeah. And he had a, like it sounds like pretty mad.
1: Like, but he had a forty thousand square foot factory? He, he had, he got us. He was there, and it was to be used to build these cars. And um, he had another fellow with him then, James Conway, and he was another businessman. So I suppose he was kind of a, fi- a financier, as they say, maybe. And they had the shim, It was called Shamrock Motors Limited. So when they went to Castlevania then they um, they went about making the cars, but it didn't. It didn't work out. It just. It didn't. Uh, for oh, yeah. whatever reason, did they run out of money or, because,
0: like I said, was there no orders, or, it just it wasn't, wasn't... Yeah, d- you know, I suppose, where, where Mullingham is in Castle Blaney, do you know, it, it's kind of landlocked, do you know, they're a long way, like, you need oh, yeah. access to ports and everything to keep costs down, like... Yeah, I
1: suppose, it is, I suppose there, was, there must be some good reason for going there, and for for... for, for
0: he must have got deal on something Yeah don't you know so, just office, not enough detail on that there was, um, something there. there was some bit of a brown envelope anyway, probably <laughs> As usual, yeah And we said that the car didn't, I, we were saying to the body or whatever But who designed it or where did the design for the car come or who's, whose plan was that? Well, the designer was
1: another, another story in itself Because it was a um, friend called Alvin Riando
0: his nickname was Spike. Right. So he, he he was kind of a, I suppose, like, uh, he would do what I've seen and described him as, uh, as uh, 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 an early prospect for Austin Powers. All well, right, okay. A bit of a chancer, I'd say, and he'd talk
1: so himself up and he'd be full of, uh, full of ideas. Yes. But he used to race um, Speedway, um, like Speedway motorbikes and stuff like that, and he used to sell himself dinner with a kind of exotic because of his name, like Riendo. Everyone thought he was kind of a, uh, I suppose, a kind of a, you know, he had a bit of style, a bit of flair. A
0: bit of a play oh right?
1: uh, Yeah, but for some, some somehow he got involved with these lads. Uh, but apparently he was only from London. But he got involved with these by the name with the, with the Shamrock. And um, the Curtis and
0: Conway, they asked him to design it. Yes. And now, uh, This just,
1: how did he get there? No one knows. Then again, was he any good at designing a car, it's it's just arguable as well, because it, you have to just about the wheels having to be taken off, or they have to be taken off the, the car to change the tyres, just, you know, that's pretty... That's
0: pretty, pretty, pretty bad horrendous stuff, and a, a lonely back road in, in West Limerick, and it poured the rain down on top of you. Oh, in your car, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be torture. <laughs> yeah, 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 my god, I wonder you like to you you know, that. So, yeah, so, he was he was the designer and that's what he
1: came up with. Now, if you, if you do look it up online, you'll see the design, it's... They're, they're trying to make it look stylish, but it's not really,
0: it's not very. Yeah, they were trying to make it, I suppose, futuristic or what, so, like, but it just didn't... <laughs> yeah, futuristic, but still kind of up to the date, the 50s, that time,
1: Charles had that kind of look, you know, things out the back, end. Kind of a long front in America, but
0: it just, to my mind, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really work as a style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even at that time, like, that wasn't working. Like, and I suppose, like, a couple of years into that, then if it was to go, you had the petrol shortages here, and they weren't going to be going down that line, like. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the petrol shortages in
1: the 70s, but paid
0: to last. It did, yeah, it is, yeah. No, that, that's fierce, interesting, like, but, um, and you're, you're like, what, I suppose it's first hard to probably put a value on a Shamra car today because I presume the 8 that do exist, the people that have them are not, in, not inclined to sell them.
1: Well, that's the thing. Uh, the guy in, the guy in Drogheda, Pettiborne, he has he has two of them. Mm-hmm. And one of them is on the road. They'd be 3216 and the rest his one. And he has another one, I think, from what I've read anyway, that's, it's, you know, to restore it. Or uh, but I, don't, I don't think it's actually driving. Right. But okay. The one in incla- the and then Eddie has is <clears throat> that he said it a long time as well. But uh, I don't think it's running. I don't. I don't know if there's any running inside the But the car itself is there. It's, uh, uh, I,
0: I, I think it's rolling, but I don't think it's running. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. again, it's quite a it's quite a sight to see to see one in there. It must be. Uh, in I, they're quite big. They're quite a big car, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I suppose I've never seen one. And for people that haven't seen one, I presume you're you're talking kind of like I don't know, like a big old American Cadillac or something like that. Yeah, that kind of a thing. It's seventeen foot long, which is because any
1: you
0: know, That's a long car by any standards. Well, Five okay. We we'll put it this way, sort of people. Seventeen foot long. The fella passing your house yesterday, or the, the tractor and trailer you met on the road the other day, Mo- yeah. most of the silage trailers that are out there today are 18 foot long. That's, that's a good comparison there. I guess. So like, you know, people would have seen them. And like, even if you go at like that, we say the Arctic trailer is 40 foot long, so you're only going to get two of them up in an Arctic trailer. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, you can see definitely how, how yeah. <laughs> you know, what kind of size you're talking about. And then when, you're, when you have the, the small Austin
1: engine trying to drive that around, yeah. We were kind of
0: on street, you know, you can see why it wouldn't be very powerful. No, it sure wouldn't. Like imagine facing up Connor Pass or up, up the hill there on top of Barna. <laughs> you changing down the gears. Sixty four brake horsepower, for this like a sewing machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it,
1: like, that's it, yeah. And again, it was it was advertised as a
0: five-seat of car. It was. And plan was to have two in the front and three in the back, even though it was a convertible. So, I put five people inside my in car, so you put along with a 1.5 engine.
1: And Really
0: yeah, <laughs> and whose sure uh, whose idea was the engine? Was that the designer again, or what was? I guess it was your man Rian Doggin, or maybe
1: they all worked together. It was just, as uh, sort far of, like I said earlier, easy to get parts. It must be just they obviously got a deal in buying him or something like
0: that. You yeah. could buy him as a as a basic engine at faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, that's but just yeah. interesting stuff altogether, Dave. Yeah, the price was about $2,495, I think. And we say, compare compare that into the Austin uh, of the same era, what was the price?
1: I don't know, actually, because I wouldn't have that to Henley. To hen- um, yeah,
0: it sounds expensive.
1: Have, it probably was very expensive, because five less work. You know, it's, it takes time, and it costs money to put it all together. Like the DeLorean was the same thing, more or less. Uh, it was very, it was expensive because of the work needed to make the fiberglass, you have to make the moulds and if you cast
0: the body panels or the body sections in the moulds, there's a lot, yes. lot of work to it. Yeah, there's um, a heap of work that you can't see going on behind the scenes, we call it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whereas, um, you know, I for pro- mass producing cars in a factory, once the machine is ready to step over, it could step out the heap of body, body panels and nothing at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. Rock is, it's much slower. Like it's way more labor intensive. Work. It is because I, 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 a, a, a neighbor, a neighbor of mine used to make boats one time, and I used to love the smell of fiberglass. It used to be coming up across the ditches and I used to often go down to him when I was maybe nine or ten years of age. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, he'd be at he'd be at the one boat for maybe a week or more. Like he'd put on the resin, he'd put on the fiberglass, and he'd resin that yeah. again and coat it, and so like, it just took. Yeah. Ages it takes,
1: yeah, with, with the cast, uh, as far as I know, anyway, there's, there's like a mould
0: for the section And yeah. I think what they do is they lay, they lay the fiberglass messing, messing into it, and you brush on the stuff, the, 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 the hand or whatever it's called. But I, when I'm not sure about the shamrock, but certainly with the DeLorean, uh, there was like a press, the, the two moulds pressed together then. Yeah.
1: And it kind of forced it into the, into the, the shape. But
0: well, did, did, can I cut across through there for one second again? And we might just go into another quick ad break, if it's okay with yourself. Okay, If you, you can hold on there, we'll come back to you in two minutes. Will, yeah. You're tuned to West Limerick, 102 FM, Morgan O'Flaherty with Country Life. And we have Dave Corn on the line talking about the Shamrock car that was built in Tralee and Monaghan, we'll be back after. <music> How you doing, folks? You're tuned to West Limerick, 102 FM. I'm your host, Morgan O'Flaherty with Country Life. Welcome back to the show. Um... We Dave Corn, our resident car guru, this morning on talking about the Shamrock car that was built in Tralee and Monaghan. Um, Dave, we were talking there before the outbreak. you were talking about fibreglass and, you know, I suppose the, the labour intensive stuff that's behind making a fibreglass body for a car. Was there a lot of fibreglass bodies out there at that time or, or were they very... We we'll say were they very what? Like how were they very forward thinking in their idea at the time? Well, the, back in the fifties, I suppose it was fairly
1: unusual to have fiberglass. Uh, it would be probably more of a, a fairly modern type of a thing to have. But as for saying cars that were built from fiberglass, yeah, this was the most famous one. would be Lotus. A lot of Lotus cars were built of fiberglass. uh a, kind of a and a metal X type chassis. And you'd have, say, Janetta, There are another company, TVR, all British companies used to make Marcos. Uh, even the Reliant Robin, Del Wise car, that was fiberglass.
0: Oh, yeah, everyone yeah. will know that, yeah.
1: And then there was the Reliant Scimitar, which was the It was a car made by Reliant as well. Uh, fiberglass body in that, too, with a Ford V6 engine under the bonnet, and generally Ford running gear as well. Which yeah. You would say you know, uh, I don't know the, uh, the four dollars two hundred would be
0: another one. Uh We're not just fast. Was it? Yeah, there's another one there that's coming to my mind. I remember seeing it on a television program there, some kind of an auction program, and it was an orange. Was it something bug they called it? Oh, that's the bun bug. Bun bug, and the whole front of the car opened up for you to get into it.
1: Yeah, that would be. Uh about 1970, they were made. Uh, I think it was reliant to the hand in them as well, same as the reliant three wheeler. But um, they were kind of in, such a, kind of a, a niche car now. Yeah. They're quite quite collectible at the moment
0: now. Yeah, probably was, um, li- small numbers again. Yeah,
1: small numbers, and you know, uh, yeah, there wouldn't be any left. And they're because they're unusual, they're orange, and they stand out, and they're kind of cool and retro. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're work money. Do you know seen when I'd say I've seen
0: pictures pictures probably at the time when they were being built a bit like the Reliant Robin they were kind of a funny car and, and you know probably a the poor man's car but now if you have them you have a real a real gym I suppose yeah
1: but, and you would have of course a, like anything that's worth money is going to be collected
0: yeah. and kept in mind
1: it. Yeah. but again the fiberglass painting fiberglass is a different story as well i you're familiar with the setup, but I know it's
0: it's much harder to paint the glass character and a fiberglass car because it, is, it, it is It is indeed, or yeah else. Or doing bodywork repairs is difficult as well Yeah, yeah, fiberglass then rots and it cracks You think fiberglass might be done forever But um, anyone that's out there that's familiar with fiberglass and fiberglass boats Fiberglass can actually get a disease And it can yeah. actually rot from the inside out Yeah, that's, that's another thing And yeah. especially also with some of the
1: I think it's the lotuses the fiberglass bodies are kind of bonded onto the metal chassis right so what happens then is when the metal rusts it kind of it kind of bursts i suppose the
0: fiberglass one it's really hard to get in to repair it yeah uh, all right okay t- to take it apart is an awful job and expensive and difficult and you know it's like so, you know right, yeah go on. So the last people the, the, the pedals themselves
1: might rust in the traditional sense but you're going to have other trouble
0: elsewhere in the campus and they could have to yeah. up here. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not really a kind of a... It's not really a, a thing that
1: shows nowadays I don't think much for many cars unless you
0: have a niche, niche sports cars. Yeah, I suppose a, probably a lot of the maybe the Formula 1 cars people would be familiar with them. A lot of the wings and all that would be maybe made out of fibre glass and resin. But like other than that, I wouldn't think there's anything really out there.
1: strong. I can't think of the
0: name of it now but there's other stuff there. Oh yeah I know what you're talking about. Kelvlar is it? That kind of stuff yeah. Yeah 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 Yeah, probably cheaper to produce and probably can mass produce it and everything else. Uh, And stronger for it's weight. It's the main thing with the final one cares about yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah it's you know again you've got to write a book and there has been books written it was about five of the last Yeah. What i do on my own head. Dave, thank you very much for coming on with us again We'll have to leave it at that but we're running short in time again as always It's okay We we could talk about cars Well I know you could I could probably talk about tractors Until the cows come home And I know you could talk about cars Until the cows come home
1: uh, Just another Before we go on, I know I'm just thinking I you know I've written down What? Must There's four Oh, number six. four Chemrock that are recorded with uh and it's KZE157 EMI634 EZE705 and EZH394 and the thing about those is now that the car was made from 1959 but all those registrations bar one are 1963
0: and, or I'll no, say two of them are 663 and two of them 1964 how do you mean to explain that to us uh, just, I'm just thinking this because they're Sixty three and sixty four. Does that mean the cars weren't built until 63,
1: 64? Yeah. Or were they sitting around in the factory someplace without being registered for, for a couple of years from like nineteen
0: fifty nine onwards? You wouldn't know. You don't know. That's just uh, the way they come back, like sixty three and sixty four. So how long were the cars made around the factory? I
1: don't
0: know. So. And what years just before? Uh, what years do you say they were made in the cars again? Well, fifty nine. When well, they
1: started making them according to what's been written down. But these are all sixty three and sixty four numbers, so maybe they weren't made until two or three years later. Maybe yeah. it took that long to go up to, to Castle Blaney to um set up the factory, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we uh, might we might we might get on to someone in Castle Blaney in a couple of weeks' time to see is there any someone above there that may maybe have worked in the factory at the time.
1: Maybe so, yeah. I mean, I've not heard anything about anyone
0: from the area that might have known anyone that walked there. It's actually, that's an interesting uh, idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, ha- I have a, I have, a, a fellow there. He came on with us. He was a big Tom's son. And he spoke to us there going back a while, before, just maybe slightly after Christmas. We might give him a ring and he might be able to fill in a few of the blanks for us. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't yeah. know what people know until the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, there, are people out there, with there is, yeah, and we're going to keep asking you, Dave. <laughs> You're the man. You're the man. Thanks very much. Tell me, Dave. Yeah, th- thanks very much. I have two things for you before you go, and I'm going to put you on the spot here now in front of our, our, our listeners. Um, first okay. of all, thanks for coming on with us. You're in thanks, a, a book of information when it comes down to cars. I know you want to talk to me about number plates because number plates is kind of. Well, I won't say it is your thing, but you, 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 you're the man to talk to about number plates. But,
1: I have an, an idea, anyway. Yeah,
0: I have a request from one of our listeners, and he requested that you maybe come on with us uh, Friday week. It wouldn't be next Friday now, To be Friday week, and you might come on and talk to us about the DeLorean car. Okay, yeah. Does that sound like a plan for yourself? Does that work for you?
1: Yeah, we're on the subject of Irish kind five at last, and we keep
0: going. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and, um, that, like I said, that's Friday week, and um, yeah. hopefully you, you'll be able to come on with us, and you 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 can be researching, or you can be scratching your head, or whatever, and for people that <laughs> mightn't be aware of, of the DeLorean car, and what the DeLorean car is, the DeLorean car was built in Belfast, and it was the car in Back to the Future. Exactly, yeah, that's what made it famous, that's, that's... why it was
1: all well
0: known, but... Yeah. Talk about that will that should be brilliant Dave Dave you're a legend and thank you very much again for coming on with us this morning, morning Morgan, and thanks for having me. thank you Dave you're a gentleman thank you bye 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 that was Dave corn there from um, Dave is part of the Kingdom Veteran and Vintage Classic Car Club I know Dave for a couple of years Dave is a legend Dave thank you you're probably listening to me now so I have to praise you Dave your your your. I've rang Dave on several occasions about different number plates and whatnot, and um, he mightn't answer the phone to you always, but he'll always text you back. And he's like "Yeah, that's I sent him a number plate there recently enough you know, for a tractor," and I said, "Dave, what's that?" And he texts me back straight away. That's a David Brown who was registered in Roscommon Um, that's Dave. Dave is a legend. Thank you, Dave, again. And we'll talk to you Friday week, um, about the DeLorean motor car that was built in Belfast, and um. That's kind of it for myself. Um I suppose I put up a couple of videos on YouTube. There's um I put two videos really of uh two local silage contractors we were out and about. Um since I lifted a small few restrictions and we we we're doing a couple of videos. Give a look at them, go on to YouTube and type in Morgan O'Flaherty. you you get me up and um give a look at them, leave a couple of comments, leave a couple of whatever you suit yourself. Be gentle, like I said, we're only we're very, very novice at this. And uh, the other thing is, thanks to Patrick Sheehan here in the radio station, Patrick set me up on um, a kind of, I suppose, a podcast account, we we'll call it. And um, he tells me, this is this is above my head now, above my pay grade, as we'll say Patrick is the man for this. Um, you can find me on Spotify. You can find me on all Google Podcasts. Um, or any of your own favorite podcast apps by searching Morgan O'Flaherty Country Life. Now, <clears> this <throat> this show will go up on one of the apps in maybe maybe an hour or two hours time. So if you're listening or if you'd like someone to maybe hear back in it, um, to look it up on podcasts, Morgan O'Flaherty Country Life either on Spotify or any of your podcast apps or whatever you want. i go going to Google and just search Morgan O'Flaherty Country Life. And you'll get the Ford Show, you'll get the David Brown show from last week, and you'll get the the Shamrock Motor Car Show from this week. It'll be up there in maybe about an hour or two hours time. Um, thanks again to Patrick. Um that's kind of it for myself. The plan next week is we're going to talk about Fiat. Uh Fiat cars and Fiat tractors. I have two two carry gentlemen that are going to come on. they hopefully the the fellow that's going to talk about cars, is going to cover Fiat, Alfa Romero, um Maserati, and all that down along the Fiat line of cars, and I suppose maybe a small bit about Ferrari. And um, I have another gentleman then coming on to speak to us about Fiat tractors, and maybe a small bit of the history of Fiat tractors, and his own, um, I suppose, his own dealings with a Fiat tractor that was in his family's life or his wife's family's life for a long time, and a very, very interesting story about the Fiat tractor that he has um that's it for myself Um, hopefully you'll tune in again next week hopefully you're enjoying what we're doing i kind of am enjoying i am enjoying what i'm doing um thanks to you for tuning in um thanks for everyone listening and give a look at the podcasts give a look at the youtube channel and uh hopefully we'll talk to you next friday morning around the same time and um we're going to talk Fiat. thanks again to patrick thanks to all the guys here at west limit radio and um stay safe stay at home if you are at home if you are still required to stay at home and if you had to go back to work you have to go back to work so i know they lifted some of the lockdown some of the restrictions um do what you have to do we still have to maintain two meters of social distancing um look guys keep at it and we're going to stay at it for as long as we can until we get out of what we're in and um talk safe and we'll, we'll talk to you next week all right thanks again to patrick Your religion, Patrick, as well, and um, I'll talk to you then. But you know, be careful out there.
1: You have been listening to Country Life, Morgan O'Flaherty
0: on West Limerick 102 FM.